Alright, so listen, we, we we headed to Atlanta. We headed to the currency concert. I can't remember what year it was. It was a long it was a long time ago. You know, I pull up to my I pull up to my homeboy house and um I noticed a guy was a guy named Brittany sitting in there with a with a, with her bag with some luggage. Uh, uh, yeah, that was, uh, yeah, no name, my bad. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm, hey, I'm fresh out work. Oh, uh, but, <laughs> but now, hey, man, so I'm sitting like that. I, I didn't know, I didn't know she was coming on this trip. You feel me? It was, it was a surprise. So we, she hop in the car. It's me, it's me, her, and two of my, my other homeboys, and we on the way down there, and and we go, we go straight to Lou House. We go straight to Lou House. She, she said she, yeah, she said we going, we going, we going. She said she going to the currency concert. Mm-hmm. And what she said, and and we get down there, and she never made it to the currency concert. Come to find out, this nigga Lou then 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 created a little scheme. Yeah, to get her down there. Yeah, this is before Uber too. This nigga, my homo was the first oh, Uber driver. <laughs> how did how, how was it presented though? Like, how did he hit you? That's the question. See, Maurice ain't gonna let you get off with. <laughs> now, how did he I come at you, you? Like, oh, okay, yeah, cool. We go bring her. Like, how did that even? They didn't. They didn't Ooh, even I, who, I, I didn't know nothing. This was this this whole play was between him and Gal. I ain't know nothing. Between, she set the play up. I didn't know nothing either. Mm-hmm. We was all in the dark, is what I tell him. Uh, all right, hold on. She Take me back. Me. Okay, how did y'all? I'm, I'm missing some origin. How did y'all? Okay. When was it was decided that we're going to the currency concert? It's in Atlanta, right? Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. So who who's driving? Are you driving or one of the homies? Nah, homeboys? it's my partner. I'm I'm a young dude in the crew. It's my partner, my older partner, who was okay. doing the driving. So and she hit him up. Okay. She hit him up saying that she wanted to go to the currency concert, not okay. knowing that Lou behind the scenes mastermind this whole thing. You so feel it's a, y'all That's all a know lie. each other. That's a lot of. Ask. We know of each other. Nashville ain't that big, man. So we all did. I knew them. Absolutely. I all knew right. her homeboys. How it was presented to me, though, Mo, is, oh, I'm coming to the... Like, because me and... This was my home, bro. We haven't even been talking at all. But she lived, of course, in Nashville. And this was probably my home drive before I left to go to Atlanta. So we had been talking on the phone since I've been down here. She's been up there. And, oh, she fuck with Currency. Oh, what well, do you know? Currency going to be... He going to be in Atlanta. Now <laughs> she told me she's like, well, you know what? I'm going to the currency show. Are you going? And I was like, nah, I don't really think I'm fucking with the currency show. But since you coming in between going to the show and you know when you leave, come holler. I had no idea she was riding with with, <laughs> with Jimmy and his homeboys. I didn't know that. Uh-huh. Hey, I didn't man. know that at all. Okay. Hey, she didn't put in no money on gas. Nothing. Nothing. What? This I was broke back then. I was broke. We ain't had no money. Oh, we was all broke. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah. I was just getting down here. I was still just getting established. My probably why I didn't go to the show. I ain't had ticket money man, back in Hey man, listen. She owe us the Lou owe us thirty dollars each. <laughs> cash up him with thirty dollars. He been, he been telling hey, me about the thirty. Man. I do. On, I'm gonna cash up him. Pay your dues, dog. I, I want that <laughs> gas money, man. He played us, man. She didn't even come to the show, and, and and she didn't ride back with us. So I don't know what happened. Oh, that's crazy. It was wild. Oh wow. no, she got back either. I ain't even. So home. she was like a hey. home girl, home girl, or like is that like a term for something else? 
it's a turn for something yeah. else. All right, we got it. <laughs> I just, I just, I just was checking. I, I got to be sure what what's going on here. I'd be confused. Just the silence to answer that. Yeah, that's it right there. Blink twice. Got cool. you. Shout out to her, man. She was cool chick. That's what's. Hey, yeah, uh, yeah. I want my money. Okay, I got you. <laughs> I like it. Hey man, listen. If y'all new here, y'all ain't true here. Y'all know what we do here. It's the on. Excuse me. It's another week in the books. I almost slipped up there. Boy. Uh, yeah, I almost slipped up there. It's not Wednesday. This is Friday. This is yeah. what we do on Fridays. We had Fridays. It's good in a minute. Sorry, more. I stole your line. But I'm excited here, man. I got one of my favorite people, man. Like, well, and I, I will say this like an uh, everyday homeboy that I talk to, but anytime that I run into him, I get a good, wholesome, authentic laugh. He, he, he a genuine person. I was telling Mo, he, he had confidence enough and on deck to book us for our first show. Uh, he put us in front of a legend from Nashville that worked with UGK and DJ C Wiz and we were able to interview him and it was all shout out to this man um, I heard him again if you've been listening to this for, since day one the Spike Lou fan was the first person I had when I decided to start doing this feed before it's developed into the very mature show that we have now this was the first person I thought to give a call and have a talk with because just his personality the type of dude he is man I respect him I appreciate him Jimmy what's up brother What's going on, man? What's going on? I'm fresh out of work. I'm tired. I mean, I've been arguing with niggas all day, so you know, I'm a little riled up. You know what I mean? So we gonna. What you been arguing with niggas about? Man, you know I've been arguing with, arguing with the same niggas. I argue with every day, man. Just, just them niggas is crazy, dude. I'm just, I'm, you know, we can talk about that another day. Just arguing. That's all I do. <laughs> another day, huh? Jimmy. This is my man Mo. Me and Mo been doing this for a while. We we have elevated conversations over here, man. And we try to talk about what black men usually don't talk about. And I knew I had to get you on here when we was doing this, but just real deal conversations that we usually don't have amongst each other. And the least we want to do is strike a conversation amongst the black men out there that are listening to this. And most men keep coming back each week and checking us out. Mo, how you doing this week, brother? Man, I'm good, man. Uh, you know, just still on the day to day with the, with the baby and everything. You know, just a father life out here. Yeah, you know, we're getting close to the six month marker, but doing good. I'm glad to be here. I love recording this. I really took to heart your advice last week, so I'm trying to figure out how to like, you know, not let things be so heavy. You know, what I mean, trying to figure that out. You know, I ain't necessarily got the answer, but I did respect what you said about like me being in my own bubble, so everything is so personal, like so to speak. Like, so I'm good. We all are working progress, man. We all yeah. are working progress. Yeah, I'm glad I could help. Jimmy, how you feeling out there, man? Alright man, I'm alright, busy, working, working hard, working on multiple projects at one time, just trying to make some things shape. As we all are, we all try to yeah. do the show theme this week. We got responsibility to the platforms that we have. Jimmy, a comedian and a promoter. We bring people in town, get the party started. I hate Nashville's. that word promote. What you, what you go by? Man, I'm a producer. You're a cool. Like, yeah. Nah, I hate that word too. Um, uh, just, you know, I like to produce events. You know what I mean? Like, I, you know, I, I, I'm, I, I like producer better. I don't like promoter. Promoter has a certain energy to it that I don't really, I don't really like for some reason. I don't know why, but you know, it is what it is. Is it because they janky? 
man, it's a lot of dangerous promoters and a lot of, you know, kind of dress a certain way and act a certain way. Yeah. And that ain't me. I'm totally the, the, you know, I'm an introvert. So it's like when you hear promoter, it's outgoing and, you know, that's not me. I'm the total opposite. So, you just, all right, hold on, hold on. So, so how do you find yourself to get into a space like that? Like you, you if you're an introvert, you probably more to yourself, move to your own beat. What gets you out of that that spot to be able to kind of have to, you know, so to speak, get out of that bubble to, you know, produce I, these events? I, I know how to stay in, in my bubble and, and, and do them. Like, it, I like watching people have a good time. I like providing this space for people to have a good time. I'm having a good time on the inside. I'm chilling. But, like, I'm not very, I'm not outgoing. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, but me getting into the space in the beginning, it's just, it was more of a business thing. You know, I was more of, it was more of a hustle until I really started tapping into my creativity and and started cr- being more creative with the events that I do. But uh, but it was it was it was really just a business move at first. Hmm. Give him the example of what you mean when you say your creative bag. Like tell him about Nashville's. Nashville's like, something. Um, me and my me and my partner Delisha, like we 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 started that, and me and Delisha, we've been doing stuff since maybe two thousand and and probably 15 just doing events and I came through on just on on, on the money side and and just to hop on her train and uh um um and we just started started vibing together but um with Nash Fields man we basically just come up with a theme like a cool little theme and we just rock out you know what I mean it's like the last one um the last one we just did what was the last one we just did Halloween Halloween. Okay, so when we did that the first time last year, we had we got this venue called Brooklyn Bowl, and we came up with the idea of we finna turn this thing to a haunted house. If I'm saying, so we had the money to go out and buy a bunch of animatronics, a bunch of haunted, just Halloween themed situations, big big giant situations, put them all around the venue, so people walk in, it's like a whole new spot. You feel what I'm saying? And we just created the vibe. We didn't just, we didn't just do a costume party. You know, we created a whole situation, and that's what we do with each, each one of our events: is try to try to try to uh, recreate um, uh, um, uh, or remix the venue that we're going to. Which right now is, is is always Brooklyn Bowl for the time being. Is it is it really <clears throat> is it really lucrative? Like as far as are y'all getting above breaking even? I'd imagine like because it's a lot of effort. I mean. You know the animatronics is what you say. Like that sounds like a whole lot of work and effort. Uh, is it really lucrative I, I, for what you do? Man, this I do this for it's nonprofit. I do this for fun. Okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, my my baby mom be watching. Nonprofit. <laughs> I got you. Got mm-hmm. you. Okay. Nonprofit. Yeah. Hearing that, then Jimmy, like, well, as, as serious as he is, and that's his comic style. He make you like he throw that in there to make you remember <laughs> daddy funny <laughs> <laughs> nah, you gotta see him live Mo. I think you appreciate his comedy man you know yeah. Mo don't think that uh, he don't think that uh, Bernie Mac funny I, I mean like acting or like stand up like it's two he different Bernie acting. Macs he said he don't like his stand up it, see with comedy is so different everybody got different flavors you know what I'm saying like he may like Dave Chappelle like, who you like I like Dave Chappelle like, yeah yeah, Dave. yeah so like, tell that's him who your boy energy. is tell him, nah, tell him who your boy is though, who you told me Corey Hope that wasn't my boy nah that wasn't my nah, boy I, don't try to I, bag nah, that nah, down, nah, I said he was funny that's not my boy my boy Corey, is. Corey, your man's though 
No, so I said Arnaz J is funny, like his older stuff when he was younger. Not that older when he now he like a grandpa. Like, but when he was younger, I told you, like Tony Roberts. I thought he was really nah, nah, nah. Stick on Arnaz J. I said Tony Roberts as well. Like, nah, bro, Arnaz J. Don't you put Arnaz J in the same conversation with Bernie Mac and David Chappelle and them niggas? Like, I'm telling you, like. Legends is funny, and you was like, "Well, Arnez J, Arnez J is a legend too. He might not be in the same tier though. Like, we ain't gonna, we ain't gonna He's, a, he's a very when it comes to physical comedians, yeah. he's in the top. He's in, the, he's in the top. You know what I mean? But like, yeah. it, I, he's funny. He made me laugh when I was a child. But as an adult, I really, I rather go <laughs> listen to Ricky Smiley. You know what I mean? Oh he's, yeah, he's yeah, yeah. Stuff, feel yeah. Me? But uh, but Arnez, he up there though when it comes to that physical comedy for sure. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I. I <laughs> But no, I mean, I like, like I said, I like Bernie. I just, like you said, it's just different flavors. That that flavor of comedy is not necessarily my my flavor. Like I just, I don't know. It just don't it don't move me really. But I yeah. I respect it, you know. Yeah, yeah. I think you appreciate Jimmy Faith. Um, before we get into the main theme of the week and talk about our platforms and what we all do, how responsible we are for it, we do current events, thoughts about stuff that's going on. The first one we're going to start with, and I'm going to throw it to you, Mo, to see if you want to play the clip and let people hear this. But this first one we want to start with, and I sent you the clip too, Jimmy, and we all can have the conversation to see who's wrong or who's right here. But a couple people sent me this and asked me what I thought about it, and I said, I'll wait till another mm-hmm. week on the book, in the books and, and, and give my feedback on it too. So if you got it pulled up, Mo, let them hear. I do got it pulled up. You can get your button on right there. You, you wait for people to, you know making them come to the pod to get the response off yeah, that's, yeah, that's slick right there i'm trying to figure out what do you want to play like the initial somewhere in the middle how long I, I, is it how it's, long it's is like i mean we could do a breakdown it's, it's, like, it's like four minutes you yeah, know 30 seconds so it's it's pretty i was trying to figure out when you see fit like you produce this show you cut it off when you see fit I'm gonna all right we'll, we'll start off with the initial and then i may move it up some because there was a, okay. a different shift in energy yeah just play when you and you talk about oh i'm not a man if I'm going 50 50 with my woman, mm. it's hard, brother. Mm. You sitting up here, your nice house, your nice jewelry, nice cars. Oh, yeah, man. You, you gotta, you gotta be, you gotta do 100%. How? How, brother? Mm. If I'm making $14 an hour, what you, what you expect? You know, you still on there. Oh, yeah, man. 100%. You're not a man. You're not a man. How? I'm still working. I'm still providing, right? So what makes me not a man? Cause I'm going fifty fifty with my woman. Mm. Okay, um, let me play a little bit more of the clip. We'll let let a little bit more of the rock. Okay, but we are men, so we have to go hard. Dirt. I'm not saying or trying to speak down to you, my brother. By any means necessary, I'm not. But I want you to be reminded of something that our fathers didn't teach us, that we must go hard and that we shouldn't get into a relationship with a woman until we have direction. But who are you to say that? A person that cares, a person that loves you, a person that's been in your shoes and understands how it feels when we can't give our family what they truly deserve. We have to go hard. Now, give me one moment. I've been in your shoes. And when I was in your shoes, I stayed in my lane. I lived where I lived. My woman didn't work. She nurtured to the children till I got this. And I'm trying to give you the, the, the cheat code. Do what you need to do so you can feed your woman. And while she's nurturing the children, she can also nurture your dreams and your goal. Okay. 
Uh, it goes You've on. Been down little... this road a little bit before, Mo. Yeah, we have. Keisha was on. Yeah, shout out to my Keisha. Should be back. Uh, it goes on a little further. He kind of. I don't even know who the. Do you know who these people are? Like, I, I not know these brothers. Okay. I they... know. I know. Uh, I know the, the uh, Yada, the Yada dude. Uh, uh, the guy who house it was. I know. I'm familiar with him. What is, is what is he that had a track suit on? Is that the other dude? Yeah, he's like a. Um, first, he started out like a herbalist, Doctor Savvy type type guy. Now he's venturing off into this. You know, what I mean, you know how they, you know how to, stuff, yeah. how it go. That's just how it go. Yeah. yeah. Um, which one, the dude you talking about? Is it the dude with the dreads or the other? No, he talking about the. the he talking about the dude one the in the track suit. suit. Yeah. Yeah. He, he yeah. Can tell the stat he's established. But yeah. so the conversation for another week in the book listeners is is basically like what makes a man. We've had obviously a masculinity conversation. We've also had the uh what was the other one that I they were very close but a little different. Uh we talked about manhood. Manhood. So we had two different conversations of on the same coin. The conversation is basically they're going back and forth about what makes a man. Can I if I don't if I don't provide more, if I can't basically let my woman step down and take care of, of the house needs and the children and I do all of the providing, that doesn't make me a man. The other gentleman that is established says, "No, you have her working half and half with you, but she's also doing all of the other things." Mm-hmm. So you're not a man because she's basically going half and half on bills and she's doing the housework. So what are you doing, so to speak? Um, that's that's pretty much the context. Unless y'all want to play more, but go ahead. What was you gonna say, Spike? I, I, I think the, the dude for people that are listening audibly, there's a guy with dreads and a guy with the tracksuit on. So I just refer to his dreads and tracksuit moving forward. I think that my man with the dreads was thinking that he's being a man. Like I'm letting my woman fix me food and I'm doing what I can to provide, making fourteen, sixteen dollars an hour, as he said. But I don't think that he's been given the information as dude in the tracks he was trying to give to him. It's like, bro, that ain't enough. And I think we get comfortable sometimes as black men feeling like just because I ain't on no ignorant shit, just because I ain't cheating or doing no street shit, I can do almost enough and she need to respect that. Like that almost seemed like little, little, where little buddy was coming from with the dreads. Okay. Like, bro, like he he was acting like fourteen to sixteen dollars an hour was his max out. Why can't you get another job? Hmm. But he was acting like I can go work these fourteen sixteen dollar hour jobs, and it still need to be dinner on the table when I get back. My kids need to be taken care of. Like, in what world is that respond? Like, how do you make that right? Like, dude asked him, like, okay, what about your girl though? Like, mm-hmm. What about her? She working too, 14, 16 hour job, but she coming home cooking and doing all these other things. So like, are y'all balancing household's responsibilities? Mm-hmm. Does that make you less masculine because you got to wash dishes and she cooked? Mm-hmm. Or you got to change diapers? Like, you feel like you don't have to do that because you're the man? Those are the conversations or the things that I would have loved to ask uh, my man with the dress. Mm-hmm. What you think about this clip, Jimmy? Um, I think it's fake, first of all. You think um, it's a skit? Yeah, I just don't trust none of that, none of that type of stuff uh, on, on, online at the moment. But just for the sake of the, of the conversation, like w- the, the definition of a man, like you can't. It's hard to. It's, it's, it's so many different definitions. You know what I mean? From different people, we really don't really can't can't pinpoint it. But 
far as what he was saying that you know he making fourteen dollars an hour and he and, and and he still you know they doing going fifty fifty like if you making how old first of all how old was this man this man looked like he was in his thirty like he's thirty years old yeah he looked like yeah, yeah he like a young dude right yeah like, at least like at least late twenties. Yeah, like you, you bullshit. Uh, you need to, you need to, you need to, do, you need to sell some drugs or something. Like it's too many, too many ways to, to uh, um, uh, make some money, man. And another thing, like it didn't say if they had children or not. They had I children. Think he said they had kids. I think he said okay. they had kids. Well, hey, he he need to definitely sell some drugs because you making fourteen dollars an hour, and she, you know, what I mean, together they making twenty eight dollars an hour. And you know that's not that's and she taking she got a you got daycare you got all this like they broke you know what I mean but um as far as him being a man you can't say he's not a man you know what I'm saying you can't that's you can't say that to anybody like man you're not you're not a real man now if he wasn't working if you laying out laying up on the couch being a baby boy all right but you can't call no man you know you can't you know that's he's still a man mm-hmm. you know he still I'm sure he still protects. Uh, 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 and 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 provides other than you know money. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's more than you know. Provide is more than provision is more than money. Mm-hmm. Time, you know, especially with the children, that means a lot. Uh, so if he had two jobs, he's taking away from his time with the kids. You know, so. Um, but but the other dude's point, yeah, he's making good point, but he's coming at it from, I'm rich. Mm-hmm. You know, it's hard. It's easy to say all that when you when you you know rich. You know, uh, um, but you know, me personally, in an ideal situation, I would want my, I would want uh, uh, um, my woman to stay at home and, and take care of the home front, and that's 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 your that's your job. My job is to go out here and make sure we straight everywhere else. Like we both got to the, you know, and uh, that don't make me more of a man than anybody else who go fifty fifty with they with their spouse. To me, right now, personally, I'm not doing fifty fifty. I'm doing the more traditional role of you know stay at home take care of the home front i go out here and bust my ass and, and, and do what i need to do to make sure we we straight mm-hmm. um uh but i have been in a in a relationship where it was you know uh not not necessarily 50 50 but it was you know maybe 60 40 you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. i've been in those situations and it didn't work out you know i just didn't it didn't it didn't work out uh, i grew up in a situation where both my parents worked you know do I do I know how the bills were split? I don't know. It's none of my it wasn't none of my business. But I know my dad made close to six figures and my mom made pretty good money. And but I don't it wouldn't I don't know how that I don't know the dynamic of it. And it and it, it was successful. You know what I'm saying? So it's just different ways to to, to kinda to do it. Just, you know, however you want to do it in your relationship. Hmm. Well what you say? Yeah, Jimmy, you hit it on that last part. It's like it, it, it was successful. That's that's yeah. an essential word. Um, a couple things for me. One, I think the younger gentleman that was talking about he making fourteen or my wife. I mean, my my girl. We do fifty fifty or whatever. I think that he shouldn't be so insecure about this successful guy. Clearly trying to give you advice. However, as a man, ain't no man gonna tell me I'm not a man. I don't care who you is. I don't care what you got. 
There's not a man that's going to tell me I'm not a man. If I come home and my wife looks at me and knows he's the man of this house, it don't matter. Dude allowed him to get too much off of him. So it speak to his insecurity of you don't fully, you know, like Spike said, you're not, you're not really putting the whole effort in because you probably could go harder, but you content with how things are with the 50. Well, really not 50, 50 because she's doing all the homework. So it speaks to his insecurity. So he, cause everything the man said was valuable information i don't agree with him saying like oh be, like because i can provide that makes me a man and because you can't provide you're not i think that's small-minded because i think it takes more than i can oh i can leave the cave come back home with food i'm a man now it takes more than that I, i'm i'm a husband i've been a husband for a long time i've been a father for a long time it takes more than that however he has some good points the the, the the gentleman that had a problem with the 14 dollars an hour kept saying like but who are you to tell me that you already thinking too small-minded because it's like you're not even hearing what he's saying you could you're not even asking the right questions you're so insecure about where you are at this moment in life you're saying but who are you to tell me who that's all he kept saying who are you to tell me but who are you to I'm a black man who's providing for my woman. Who's doing the same thing that you want who's to be doing. doing he's saying, I've been there. I care about you. I'm not judging you. So I'm that. You, yeah. So yeah. both of y'all said the same thing there. It's like, who is someone else to tell you you are a man? And I agree with that point. But I would, what I would throw to you, my rebuttal to that to you guys would be, so what if he framed it differently? What if he said, okay, man. And again, y'all don't know him the same way. What if he said, well, you're not doing enough, brother. That 14, 16, that ain't enough, my nigga. Like, I'm telling you as a man who wife don't got to worry about kids, cooking, doing all the home shit, and going to work every day. I'm telling you as a man, that ain't enough. Do you take that differently than you do a nigga saying, ah, oh, you're not a man then? Nah, I mean, he, that, that guy probably going to take it because he was already, you know, insecure and, and, and a little sensitive. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's clear he wasn't doing enough. If you satisfied with fourteen dollars an hour, as a as a grown man with kids, you know we got other issues. Uh, uh, um, you know, but like it's it's, it's and but he, like 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 most said, he wasn't asking the right questions. Like, man, hey, what what can I do? Point me in the right direction. And we know jobs is hard. We don't know his 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 education level. You know what I'm saying? So we don't. I mean, jobs is hard out here. It's hard out here. You know, uh, um, so you know, it's just, it's other things he can they can be you know he can do, but um, is 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 he he was he he wasn't trying to listen or learn. He was That's trying to he was trying to he was defending himself. He was on yeah. ten. Like soon as dudes start talking, that's why I'm asking. I, we we much more level headed over here as we talk, and that's why I was wondering to y'all like if a nigga like let's say it's a different scenario. Let's say it's not even those two niggas let's say a nigga your one of your homeboys is talking to you and he mm -hmm. listening to you like damn I'm, i got this that, and the third going on bro like i'm stressed out worried about this and and he replied your homeboy replied to you and be like hey bro you ain't doing enough yeah i ain't even gonna hold you my nigga like i'm i'm looking at you like me and you go out and kick it i can afford to go kick it on thursday night you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. randomly because i ain't got to go to work friday you do and you calling out because we went and did this so now you complaining to me you want to borrow this that and the third what if your homeboy looking at you and be like hey bro you're not you're not doing enough yeah are y'all gonna take that differently I, I think i think i hate to get into technicalities but verbiage is a lot it means a lot i think instead of saying you ain't doing enough flip it and say hey you could do more 
Mm. You see what I'm saying? Like that, the, 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 he would have got. They you know they say catch more with honey than sh- what salt or that's whatever the point. phrase is. Well, that's a good point. Right so there, you can say the same thing, but flip it. Like you say, instead of saying you ain't doing enough, say hey, you could do more, bro. All I'm telling you is like the, the heart that you got, the passion you got for your woman or your homeboy, or if it's not, or if it's that guy, the passion you got for what you got going on, you could do more. Is what I'm saying. Because I think that you have that that fire desire inside of you to go harder, bro. I think you can do more. Looking at you, how passionate you are in this moment, I think you could do more. There's just a way to do it. Sometimes you got to take that route too because I always say results are not really produced until negativity comes first. Like that's what I, I can't tell you how like how many times somebody said something negative and I took a chip on my shoulder and that brought the best out of me because of that. So I'm not saying it's not necessary to come at somebody in a certain way like, wait, what are you talking about? And then you be at home like, I can't believe this nigga said blah, blah, blah. But it will produce something out of you. So I'm not saying it's not necessary. I just think in this instance, you could once you've seen this dude all passionate, he's stuck on the same line. That's when you say, OK, what flip it and say what I'm saying is I think you could do more. Take it off the man thing, cause who are you? He's right though. Who are you to yeah, tell me I'm not a I man? Agree with that. Who are you to tell call me? A like, man? bro, like that's like, crazy. I agree with that. Yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. Um, you feel any that differently? Was a good flip. Yeah, that's a good pick. you feel any different though, Jimmy? Like, if you feel like a homeboy came at you in that way, like, do you feel like they need to flip it that way, or but y'all tight so they can say you you ain't doing enough? Well, me personally, like, I've always grown up around constructive criticism. I played sports my whole life. I've had coaches. I had a father. You know what I'm saying? So I ain't sensitive. Okay. And you can tell me I'm bullshit. You can tell me I'm not doing enough. <laughs> and I ain't going to take it the wrong way. But that's just, you know, he probably wouldn't raise yeah. in that type of environment. I've, like, I've had these strong men in my life, my whole entire life. So I got homeboys now, uh, uh, one of them, Lil Larry, you know Larry Lou, like, he don't sugarcoat shit. Nah, he don't. He don't sugarcoat shit. He gonna, he gonna tell like it is, and I respect him for it. I respect him for it. I don't take it the wrong way. We may butt heads every once in a while, but like, you know, he, he, he mean, you know, he mean good. You feel me? Lil Larry done told me a lot of shit in my life that a lot of niggas wouldn't dare tell me. Hey, <laughs> I, tell you, I, I swear to God, he has one hundred percent. Hey, Larry, real nigga, man. I shoot somebody yeah. for Larry, man. Larry, real dude. I fuck with Larry. Yeah, that's, a, that's need those. You need those dude, around, man. Yeah. He, he mm-hmm. one of the most genuine, good-hearted dudes you gonna run across. It's an acquired mm-hmm. taste. I ain't gonna man. say that like it's not. Hey, man, he one of the most like if you fuck with him, like he fuck with you. That's one of the most genuine, mm-hmm. real-hearted dudes. You, you ain't gotta, you ain't gotta like him, but like you, he gonna tell you the truth. He ain't gonna lie to you. Hundred percent, bro. Gotta respect. I hope he listens to this. I hope he hear this, man. Man, I'm gonna make him listen to Fire, yes sir. I fuck with little Larry. Absolutely. Oh, all right. That was good, man. So if you take anything from that. I think Mo, you made the greatest point, man. Like, if, even if you got to flip it and be like, "Bro, it ain't that you ain't doing enough. It's that I know you can do more." You have told yeah. me that before, absolutely. Yeah, and that's what yeah. we need to do. Those are the type of conversation we need to have amongst each other. And, oh. you, see, like, and you're I a salesman, doing. so you know those techniques. Yeah, one hundred percent. That's why I said it was great. Yeah, yeah. You, you nailed it. That's one hundred percent what you would tell somebody when you're trying to convince them to buy. Mm-hmm. You don't put it in a negative light. You put it in a positive light. Mm-hmm. Versus like. Addressing their fears, you address some motherfuckers who've been successful with it. Mm-hmm. And let's go from there. So 100 percent That was dope. So if you guys take anything from this, take that from it. Before we move on to me tossing it to Mo, him going over how he came to responsibility to the platform as a theme of the show. There's one more thing that I want to address. 
maybe two depends on how how time is doing man i, I don't know how, how how you guys feel about saucy santana and dj academics <laughs> <laughs> i might want to ask y'all about that when we get to it <laughs> but before we get to that man we talked about this a little bit on on deck this week um Cassinette's a popular twitch streamer he's having a long seven day straight stream all access you can see him for seven days straight no break or whatever it may be Kai Connect, Kai Sinet, whatever I'm not sure of his name very popular amongst the youth though what he's doing is he's hosting a seven day stream from jail and he's having a lot of the other content creators Drewski, Desi was there I seen uh, Light Skin Keisha I seen Chief Keith in there I think it was a lot of different people that came they put in a jail guard they're dressing up they're playing into the whole thing and um this is doing a a a, a, a jail based seven day live stream and me and ab talked about this on on deck and we was trying to like we, we older i'm i'm damn near i'm 40 I, I don't i don't get it i don't get the appeal to doing a jail stream so maybe people younger than me can tell me maybe people who fuck with him personally can tell me but i want you brothers to tell me what you thought just based off either the information that i've gave you or the information that you've acquired what you think a jail stream means to the young people that are listening and watching whoever want to take throw it the, throw the court and throw the ball in your court jimmy man listen the, the, have you seen it jimmy fuck. you seen it first right yeah yeah, seen yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah yeah i mean it, it's it's i've laughed at it you know it's entertainment um like we screwed up man like like you know it's, it's we going downhill fast like far as with just everybody everybody fucked up so let's just get that out the way but as far as with what he got going on man he's 21 years old he's a child and he making millions and he has to keep coming up with things that are shocking and then out out the box out the ordinary that's entertaining and um he's doing a phenomenal job at it from that aspect um you know, in America, we value entertainment over anything, and we'll do anything to to get that, to get those looks, to get them views. Um, and uh, I think it's a it's a it's a very creative idea. Is it kind of odd? And and do I think it's stupid? Um, yeah, I wouldn't do it, but you know, people are doing it, and people are paying attention to it. Um, uh, and it's and it's and it's it's not real as far as what 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 um is 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 showing to the youth it's um i don't know like i don't have i'm not around teenagers that 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 look at that you know my kids don't look at it so i don't really know how it's affecting them how's your oldest child how's your oldest i got a 16 year old stepdaughter is she familiar with with him i'm sure she know who he is but like she ain't in that world she She, no 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 she don't get down like that she listening to to billy Eilish and shit you know what I mean? So it's, it's she ain't she depressed? Yeah, she don't have depressed music, you know, right wave and all emo. that. Don't call it depressed. New generation, man. shit. Call it what it is, bro. Call it what it is, dog. Forget all that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, you know, I don't I don't really know how it's going to affect the youth. Um, but you know, I, I don't think it's a positive thing. But I don't necessarily think it's negative. I think it's you know. When it comes to creativity, there's no limits, there's no ceiling. You can do what you want to do. It ain't hurting nobody physically. Mentally, we screwed anyway. So, you know, we watch porn. What's worse than that? 
You know what I'm saying? Hey, so hey, it's hey, uh, bring it home, brother. <laughs> he brought it home with the bar right there, dog. Yo, where where do you come from with that? Like, yo, yeah. whoa. Yeah, yeah. So you know, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Get your money, man. Get your money. <laughs> Get your money. I didn't see that coming. I'm sorry. That caught me, <laughs> that caught me way off guard. He right though, but like, yeah. man, it's crazy. Um, nah, that was that was a part right there. It's like, who are you? Like, uh, <laughs> let me preface this. Like again, I mean, we just I'm just another black man as most of us are. Uh, but uh, man, I, I just gotta be honest. I mean, 21 or not, this is this is cooning, bro. All right, it's flat out cooning. Like I, I'm gonna be. I, I, I'm I'm the youngest. Get off my lawn guy you know because it's like this is cooning this is not cool like i just i bro i'm not gonna get i i, I said i'm not gonna get on my soapbox this episode but it's just like i just get tired i can't say it enough us us our culture we this is why I, we i feel like spike there's a deeper thing we talk about like why we watch more shows that are not necessarily black because it's like this this is what we label as our culture bro now, don't get me wrong. There's more to the experience than these things. There's there's the strength of black people, the adversity, the beauty of a black woman, not just the looks, but the uh, the uh, how she could get out of a pinch, how she can handle things, even when a black man may not necessarily be in a picture, how black men can come together in uh, a fellowship with one another. There's a lot more to the culture. It's not necessarily uh, being advertised or presented in uh, on a public level, uh, on a mainstream level, but it's there. But it's like these things get to look and this is like this is clown work to me bro i get i'm i can't say i'm this is clown work like i'm so tired of us like we get high like this is not cool i mean you've been to jail this is not cool and i a moment of transparency i was able to um a lady in my church asked me could i visit her grandson and he was in jail i didn't know him at all he didn't know me but I was able to go see him and actually talk to him for about 25 minutes. And I'll talk about that maybe a little bit more uh, when we get to responsibility. But like, this is just, this is just whack to me. It's like, you got a good situation, but it's like, we feel like to fit in, we got to do these type of things. This is not creative. I don't care how many of you, this is not creative. This is, this is why they look at black people like niggas. Like, this is exactly why you got millions. You got bag, you got a bag. And this is why they look at you like you just a nigga. Like, because of the jail skit. This is one of the reasons. Like when we we get money, and they, this is why you say, "Oh, my mom brought me up. Uh, I don't. I take my glasses and hat off." These are the people he be talking about. Stuff like this. When he's talking about Dion, he really mean people like this. Like this is not a look, bro. Like I don't want to go on a long rant. This ain't a look. Nah, though. go go. Like, Cause this is trash, bro. Like I don't care if you're twenty. When I was twenty one, being. I'm trying to get women. They got a lot to do with it. Though, I'm trying man. to get women, though. Y'all, yeah, y'all care so, more about so, getting so, the men. Wait, 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 wait. Right, y'all want something else, yeah, bro. Yeah, you may be trying to get women. However, this nigga is doing this because he thinks this is going to get him women. Yeah, he don't want women. He wait, 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 attention. wait. Just wait. Okay. At, All right. at, at, and that get him women. That, that get him women, the attention. At 22, 23 years old, here's what I'm assuming happened. He tied into big brands, big corporations. Somebody told him that that was a good idea. Hey, man, you should do a jail, whatever it may be, because you did the whole shit in New York. You caught a charge. Motherfuckers in jail. Like, whatever they think about black culture, whoever the white person was that brought him this idea, I don't think that he created this in the lab. So I, I, I'm not going to hold him responsible for that as a 22-year-old kid. I ain't going to do that. How no, many? You seem to think different. 
how many how many music videos have we seen where the setting was in jail? In jail. You know what I mean? How many movies have we seen where the setting was in jail? How many? You know what I mean? Like it's, it's, that ain't just a lot black of that. people though. I understand and I'm that. addressing what Mo said. That's just that's Italians, that's Mexicans. We I see all types of movies like, different type of people in jail. It's, it's money. It's money being made. It's all in the right. in the name of entertainment. But now we shitting on this kid who's doing it, doing the same thing everybody else did. We didn't shit on 50 Cent when he done the 21 questions video in jail. We didn't shit on none of that. But we shitting on this kid. You know what I'm saying? Do I think you, it's bullshit? Jimmy, me and you saying the same thing. I don't think. I don't think that this was I that, that this was his idea. So I ain't gonna shit on him for this being a jail setting. I don't think that he really is old enough, hasn't matured enough to Stop. explain, hey man, this is why I'm doing I promise you, Mo. Like you you giving him way much too much responsibility. I don't care that he got 17 million Twitch followers. That don't matter to me. What matters to me is I know he's a 22, 23-year-old black kid who wants to be successful, who probably seen his family struggle. So if someone who's signing the checks for him tell him all oh, this jail should be a good idea, he ain't gonna dispute that shit. He don't know what type of power he got. He's a he gamer. He, is he a gamer? That's what nah, he's he just a, he's just a streamer. Uh, what a is streamer? A streamer? Is somebody they sit on Twitch and they do different shit to make people come to their stream. Okay, like he so. had a twenty-four hour stream with Offset. They had the camera running for twenty-four hours. Him and Offset okay. sit there and did goofy shit. People present him with ideas. I feel okay. like the support of his team. Okay. He said, okay, yeah, that'll be great. But being that he's 21 years old, he wasn't, he he not like you, Mo. Spike, he's not 30, not, bro. Spike, we, I'm he's not, not, we not, be, we wait, not doing wait. that. We ain't doing he that. not going to be the type of nigga to be like, well, what would, what would the people who watching me think are in jail? Uh, or excuse me, what would the people who watching me think about me being in jail? What type of images betray? Bro, bro he's 22 years bro, old. These kids bro. are smarter than they're money. smarter than us. They're so smarter who, than is us. Is he going to tell the niggas that signing his check? Nah, I'm good. Spike. I don't want to do smarter this than us, though. You know it's they bad is. for they... my community. I don't think they smarter than us because they don't have the same experiences we got. They don't. He's they're not, not wiser. Us, they're bro. not wiser. You weren't smarter than the person that was telling you shit bro. that they've been telling you. No, yeah, yeah I, I was. Say this all the time. Yeah, I was. Podcast. You weren't. You were you not. You were too. You were too. Listen, I say this all the time on this podcast. Jimmy, no, Dro. Dro Dad probably was the worst nigga ever in presentation on what you niggas should be doing. That nigga drove a bummy car. He, he wasn't fly. It wasn't nothing that that nigga could tell me when he tried to stop and talk to me to be like, nah, you need to do this to be successful. But now that I'm 40 years old and I go back and think about the conversations that I had with his dad in his front yard, it's like, oh, that nigga was really putting me up on game. But it wasn't presented in the right way. These people that are telling this little nigga to do the prison shit, to do all this dumb shit that we think ain't cool as 40-year-old black men, but they don't give a fuck about his 40-year-old white man. They presented to him in a way that got all the sparkles, all the flashing lights. Nigga, you're going to get a car from this. You're going to fuck bitches from this. Your streaming count is going to go up from this. It ain't one nigga in his ear that's telling him, hey, bro, but this don't look good for black people. It ain't one nigga. I, I promise you it's not one nigga around him that's making a good case for him to tell him that. So at 22 years old, Mo, who you going to listen to? You can roll your eyes all you want to, bro. But think about it 22 years old when a nigga was trying to tell you shit and how you was looking at them. Bro, everybody you're not gonna you, go ahead. You're not going to turn you're not going to turn down uh uh several thousand not several hundred thousand dollars or million dollars to do it to do a fake jail. I don't if somebody presented you, hey man, here's 700,000. I want you to act like you're in jail for 7 days. 
you're not turning that down. You, I mean, there's a lot of people I know ain't turning that down. It take a hell of a dude to turn that type of money down. Yeah, do I? And, and I agree, it is cooning. There's a lot of motherfuckers out here cooning. Oh, yeah. For like a $700,000 to coon. It's not just coon for free. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's like, that's it's it. You know what I'm saying? So it's just, Talk it's, um, it. it's, uh, uh, um, you know, it, it, it is, a, it, it look, it's a bad look, but it's, I mean, so many bad looks out here. Yeah. It's read a bad look, but we jamming that shit. You know what I'm saying? That's cooning. Yeah. And it's fine. No, yeah, no, you're right. You're right. You know what, what I mean? Say? So it just, uh, um, all we can do is, is either not look at it, keep our kids away from it, or ignore it, or, or bob out to it. It's, it's, you know, it's one or the other. Yeah, you're right. I mean, let me, I just, if he probably won't ever come across, but if he do, or somebody around him, like Kai Sinet, look, man, you're, it, I'm, I'm not mad. I'm just, I guess it's just like, I just want us to be able to, like, you remember like this is super classic but like you remember like the there's some clip from a minute ago like LL Cool J doing some like ad for some group uh, some company but he had on a FUBU hat or something like that like how he flipped it in like oh I got y'all like you know I just feel like if he was gonna sign up for something like this is like and again I get it you know 21 but here Spike I think what I was trying to say while you were going through is like yes he's not wiser then we you know but he is smarter because the evolution of 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 humans that's how it goes they are smarter just i feel like statistically by what they're exposed to they're smarter they're not wiser because they have the lack of experience so i'm not expecting them to be wise i just and i will scale back a little bit okay he's not a gamer so i will let i will say okay in the context of what you do you're just like a almost like a reality star for twitch okay fine you got that i just we it's like it feels like we just never gonna get to a unifying front because the things that run numbers is the things that are not great that's what i'm saying that is my issue the things that do numbers online for us are not things that are putting us in a in a great light that's my problem that that is gonna always be my bottom i'm gonna always have issues with this when i always have issues with the, the certain lyrics certain things that our black women are doing in the mainstream hip-hop or i'm always gonna have problems because things that are getting the look in mainstream are not things that i can champion and that's gonna always be my issue black man get your money okay you got it now so what are you gonna you do tell, after this what, what would you tell the, like let's say you talking to sexy rick yeah, I think that's what you said earlier. What would you tell her when she was like, bro, yeah, you're right. This don't make us look great, but my mom broke, her mom broke, my kids struggling. They told me if I did this and I was going to make more money than I ever made in my life. Yeah, sell your soul. I mean, so that's what's going on. They so selling what, soul. what do you tell her? Like, and you're right. You're right, Jimmy. That's selling your soul. But how yeah. do you convince her? Hey man, what you doing is more detrimental to more people than just your immediate family than it is if you don't do it. What Jay Z say, man? Explain that to Jay Z said, "Get rich and give back." Like you can get your karma back. Help the poor if I'm one of them. Jay Z said, "I can't help the poor if I'm one of them." So it's like it's just you know it is what it is. I don't know what I do if I'm presented with with that type of money. You know what I mean? Uh, I, I, I about know life changing, generational changing money. I know like what I do. I'm, I'm cool right now. Like I'm, I'm, I don't mind working. I don't mind working. What I ain't gonna do, I ain't gonna bend over backwards for no bullshit. Cause I know I'm, I have knowledge of self. 
we talking about people who don't have knowledge of self. Yeah. Mm. Red don't have knowledge of self. Hey, yeah, that's why I got you on the show. That's it. You that's know? it right there, Jimmy. Exactly. So it's too late for me to do some cooning shit. I wish I would. I wish I would have copied in, in 19. <laughs> God damn it. I've yeah. been out here. Yeah, you would have. Hey, yeah, yeah. Hey. <laughs> yeah, you would call me early. You had me. Like, you would have caught me yeah, in the scope for sure. It's too late for me. I got to get it out the mud. Uh, uh, the righteous way, but like, yeah, it, it's is we, 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 you know, these are when we say kids, that's a child, like, six, three, maybe like 25, 26, she has zero knowledge, of self. yeah, for sure, zero. That's so it's it. like, we can't, we can't fault them, you know, let them that's do what they do. Important things about this show, and that's why we do this, and that's why coming to that conclusion, like what you said, Jim, me, not, nah, nah, I wouldn't, nigga, been like, all right, man, you've been doing this for years and years, and. I give you a, a million dollars if you go do a jail live stream. I, I just couldn't do it because I, I do have knowledge itself. And I know that my brand is way more important than even though it may not be worth a million dollars right now. I know that I, I I wouldn't even feel comfortable by myself coming to talk to Mo every week, having people like Jimmy on. Like I, I wouldn't feel comfortable with myself going to do what Cassinette doing. But I'm not 22 years old either. I'm 40. Mm-hmm. I know who I am. I know what I present to people. I know what I'm trying to accomplish. And I know what's important and what ain't and what way more than it don't. So when we talk about, hey, I'm going to give you a million dollars to do this. Like, nah, bro. Like, Jimmy just said, I'm comfortable working, bro. I've been working mm-hmm. my whole goddamn life. I've been yeah. working since I was 14 years old. Things ain't really as bad you, as people make. Yeah, it. you trying to sell me a meal. <laughs> you, you trying to sell me a quick way to get it, bro. When I've been grinding for it all my life. Mm-hmm. So if it, if, if it means selling out or doing something that's beneath me, nah, I'm not going to do it. I ain't gonna tap dance. I ain't gonna get on the table and rap my song in front of Fuma, room or white full of mud. Like, I ain't gonna do that. Mm-hmm. It just ain't me. And I ain't judging the motherfucker that's 22 to 23 that's doing that. Like you do that because you ain't got to the point that I am at 40. Mm-hmm. But just know shit come with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just as a concluding statement, it's just uh I remember being a young, I remember being young, I've done done dumb stuff. That's how I ended up in jail a few times that I did. So I'm not saying dumb things don't happen or decisions are made. All I'm saying is that it's like I remember still having a conscious enough at that age. It was like rolling with some dudes. I'm like, oh, y'all about to be on some type of action. I'm like, uh, I don't know, bro. I don't know. That they don't I'm thinking about it. I'm like, uh, I don't know. It's like even if they were like, okay, you do this for a day, a 24-hour stream, I could see that kind of floating through. But you telling me seven days. I, I, I just couldn't, you know, but it, it, to each his own. I just, black man, again, get your money. I just, I just want more for us, but I get it. That's what they're doing. That's why they're reaching down, you know, the industry, they're reaching younger because they know they can get this type of behavior off, the influence to keep us treated like second class citizens. That's the real uh, bigger picture is those that are behind it, they, the manipulation, the poverty that we go through. And so, the opportunity that comes our way we got to take it because we struggling you know uh you know i i can go on all day about it but it it it, it sucks but i i don't i'm not going to i'm not judging him for it. he don't care I'm not, i know he don't care about my judgment i just at that age i wish you'd just be like mm, maybe how about we bring a contribution to take a little bit like well how about i start off in jail and i come out and then we you know what i mean create something after that you know but you know it I is, ain't even it is. I wouldn't even do that bro Like As I was thinking about it It's so much other shit That a nigga Like Bro you can meet me At a train station Like we do some skits Around train shit Like we there, There's so, so many, many Other things That you We could Met at a, a grocery store 
Like it, it could have been the airport. It could have been any other thing that we could build a theme around, but you niggas decided to make it jail. And again, I'm not holding Casanet responsible for that. I know it's probably above his pay grade. He, he got to he got to take some though, bro. We can't we can't keep letting people. I give him a little cause bit because okay. I know how it is. I know how it is trying to make it in this industry, bro. I've been doing it for a long time. I know how yeah. it is. A motherfucker be like, yeah. he'll do this, and you give here here's a million dollars. I know how man. that is. He's a grown man. Absolutely, <laughs> he is. But I, there's just so other yeah. so many other scenarios that yeah. he could have took upon if he was. Listen, I blame white folk for everything, so it's always. Uh, <laughs> Sound like my mom. My mama like that. Yeah, so it's, it's a white like person behind it. You feel me? So like, so just, was definitely like that. It's white people always. Always. Yes, yeah, always, always. But we, but those that are white listeners, we're talking about specific whites, so I always know that. I've it's got specific. the input now. If y'all y'all to spoof by the door, reversed. If y'all white people, oh that is crazy. Y'all to reverse spoof by the door. Y'all get to nowhere. They the macadamian like, by the door. Yeah. <laughs> macadamian by the door. Good. Yeah, that, that's what y'all white people are to listen to this show. Macadamia by take the door. It, take it. <laughs> if they come to this show, we ask crazy. Anyway, go ahead, bro. Uh, well, to this show, we respect them. Nah, but um, nah. before we get into it, Mo, we're going to your part of the show. We're yeah, talk about the theme and how we came up to it responsibility mm-hmm. and the platform i'll let you ask jimmy and myself and yourself what you yeah. want to with it but let's get into it this is I perfect this is perfect uh last week was the part one this is the part two uh we got our, our brother jimmy the comedian in here slash producer great black man on the platform uh but yeah like responsibility to the platform this is perfect because we just literally spoke about that with kai sinet um it was something that's been on my mind. I know we talked about responsibility at one point, but I, was, I, I, we haven't had the conversation about the art versus the artist because I want to have that conversation, but we hadn't quite got there, you know, with the people like the Cosby's, the R. Kelly's in our community. Like, how do you distinct? Yeah, but crazy examples, right there. How did cra- we what do you the most extreme examples? Well, we, but those are legendary, Cosby though. Those are legendary. Kelly. I'm that's saying nuts, bro. They those are legendary. How, that's not that's <laughs> you you gassing like crazy. Nah, nah, that's you, crazy stop. No, stop. You named you you name two crazy examples, bro. Bill Cosby and R. Kelly. Because they mean so uh, much on one side. They, right now. they mean so much on one side from an art standpoint, but then on the artist, you know what I mean? On the 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 you know, anyway, don't 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 play me, bro. <laughs> he tried, he podcasted. Anyway, so uh, but we ain't had that conversation, but nonetheless, I just think that. There's a conversation needs to be had. We talked more about the youth last week, but this week, especially with uh, Jimmy being a comedian, this is going to be a great conversation. I think that we need to talk about our responsibility to the platform because everything ain't up because it's entertaining or it provides a bag. But everybody don't necessarily agree with me. So with that being said, us having multiple platforms, uh, I I throw it in your court first, Jimmy. how important is it to use it in a responsible manner? Or do you think that you can compartmentalize certain content or certain jokes? Or how do you gauge that? Like the importance of what's being said and the agenda that comes behind the things that you do with your platform? Um, and you can't. It's hard to kind of tell people how to how to how to present their art. You know what I mean? I look at it as art, so you got to just. You know, let them do it how they do. But I do think it should be me. I try to be responsible for my. I just speak on me. Uh, whenever I get on stage, I like to mix in the bullshit with some real shit, right? Um, I always talk about mental health 
when I get on stage. Um, I always talk about, um, you know, my mental health and me dealing with depression and, and all that type of stuff. So I don't, I don't, and, and I don't kick people when I'm, when I'm, when I'm on stage, I don't, I, I kick, I, I talk, I try to talk about myself the whole time. Um, so with, with, with that, like, I don't, I don't, a lot of, a lot of comedians would get on stage and just talk about people, talk about people and talk down on people, make fun of people. Me, that ain't, that's not, that's not what I do. And I, and that's a, and I can do that. I can do that very well, but I choose not to. Cause I know how that would make, I don't want to make nobody feel bad. I don't want, I don't want nobody to leave one of my sets feeling bad about themselves. I'd rather you feel bad about me and what I said about myself. Um, and that's, that's kind of what I do. Um, and it's a job at the end of the day. Anybody come that, that, that takes their time, even if it's a free show and you take your time, you pay me with your time. So I'm going to give you a good time. If you pay me with your money, I'm going to give you a good time. So, and, um, so whether it's a big show or a small show, I'm gonna give it my all. Um, and as far as you know, with the other ventures I have with, with my with my with the parties and events, um, we always try to keep it. We, we preach safe, like safe fun. Uh, we know with club culture growing up, you know it was a lot, it was a violent aspect to it. Always, uh, it was always a fight. Always shooting, you know, shooting the club up and all that. You know, a lot of gang violence, all that type of shit, man. We. We, we preach, we, we we have zero tolerance for that. You know, we provide a safe place for that and that's our responsibility. And also, you know, taking some of the money, you know, from my nonprofit events and giving it to other nonprofits and helping others. We've always preached that since day one and done that since day one. So um, that's kind of what we do, you know, with, 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 our, with our platforms that we do have. Um, I throw the ball in your court, Spike, before I do that, how did you come to that conclusion to say like okay i'm i'm going to tell jokes i'm going to provide a service to make people laugh to bring joy in people's lives for this amount of time that i'm on stage how did you come to the conclusion with the platform of saying hey you know what i'm going to make it about me because you because it's hold on because it's one thing to say i'm gonna make it about me because i don't know how to get on other people it's another thing to say, oh, I can get on other people, but I'm intentionally. How did you, I know you say you don't want to make people feel bad when they leave your show, but where in your thinking said, hey, this is the route to go? How did you get to that that part of it? Because I just think it's I, me. I just think it's funnier to be, you know, to just talk about self. Uh, and I know, you know, I know myself, and it's all true. You know what I'm saying? So I think the truth is always funnier. And 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 um and everybody feels some type of way about themselves and is scared to talk about themselves. You know what I mean? So I've talked about that shit out loud. I don't hold that. I don't hold it in. Um, so that's 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 kind of how I how I came in. A lot of the comedians that I like, you know, they kind of that's, that's that was their, their route. You know, they they talk about themselves and how you know ain't nobody perfect. And I'm gonna prove to you how I ain't perfect. You know what I mean? I'm nobody. Nobody else. I'm I'm fucked up. Yeah. I'm gonna show y'all how messed up I am. Yeah. Like I said last week, I'm raggedy. <laughs> Straight up. Spike, but how do you feel about it? I mean, you uh I know you were uh I've listened to y'all a long time ago when y'all were doing the radio joint before it, it became a podcast. And I noticed that your tune had changed over the years and even up until now. 
with the responsibility of knowing who you're you're speaking about and the things you're speaking about how has that changed for your responsibility to the platform what 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 was the change first before i get to that i want to say that jimmy was a naturally funny nigga like i didn't know he was funny till twitter i'm sure he got a lot of feedback people saying that man you funny on twitter you need to do this professionally i'm sure that was no. part of the origin it's not no nope. no nope. i know that's why i first discovered that you was funny on Twitter, yeah, nah, like old Twitter, though. Yeah, nah, it was. was, I was a wild dude. I was a wild dude, but it wasn't. It wasn't. That wasn't comedy. Is just something I've always enjoyed. Um, You know, just you know, Comic View. I grew up on Comic View, and my Mm -hmm. mama loves comedy. My dad loves comedy, so it's like it's just it was in me. And like I said, I've always been a funny. I knew I could make people laugh. I'm naturally a funny, silly dude, but um, you know, it was just. You know, so I want to give it. I need. I need to do. Honestly, I knew I needed to do something. Uh, uh, I don't want to out, but like, I knew my dad was sick. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, I gotta find something to do to keep my fucking mind going before I lose him. Because once I lose him, I ain't got nothing to do. I'm losing my mind. So mm. that's what made me. That's what forced me into comedy. Mm. And that's when. I, and that's when I've been doing it ever since for like with with two years strong now. Mm-hmm. A similar story. A similar story. I think to answer your question, Mo, I was searching for something that I love, bro. Like nothing really gives me the satisfaction that I do, like having these conversations, whether it be on Tuesday doing sports, Wednesday doing hip hop, this doing real deal conversations, like life conversations with you, or talking about the Sopranos. I can relate to what Steven saying. Is like I needed something to latch on to. Because nothing really gave me the fulfillment that I needed from conversations or from the people that I met that did with this. So I realized I need to start taking it serious when I felt, when I got that feeling. Like, it's a lot of shit that I do. It's like, whatever. Like, I don't give a fuck, bro. Like, I don't care what you think. I ain't trying to hear your feedback. Like, I know how to do just enough of it to get by and to make it look good. But I don't really give a fuck about nothing else that you're talking about. Except for with this. Similar to like, like what Jimmy says with, with comedy. Like with this, it was like, nah, I can dig in. I can have these conversations that are meaningful to me. People take stuff from this and give me feedback. And they're like, nah, this helped me. Like y'all niggas wouldn't have understood what y'all like when you guys were doing on deck. And I got through this part of it. And all I'm doing is stepping up and doing a podcast. So like I started to understand how real this shit was when people started giving me the feedback like, nah, yeah, y'all niggas is better than, okay, we doing some hobby fly by night type shit. I need this shit every Thursday. I need this shit every Friday. I need this shit every Monday. That's when I started taking it serious. Like, okay, I need this shit too. Like this shit mean more to me than the stuff that make me the most money in the world. Like I can go to work and make more money than this, but this shit, that shit don't mean nothing to me. Like there, there is nothing about that that means like oh well, because I'm making a lot of money, I, I I love it and like no that shit that shit is trash. This right here is where I get the most satisfaction from in the sense of you, Mo, my homeboy Rich, even st- like even um Jimmy, like recently like us having conversations like when people are like nah bro I heard what you said about this I agree or I disagree with it here's why. 
And here's why I respect you enough to be like, I'm gonna bring it to your flow and make you defend what you said. Ah, oh, that shit mean the world to me, nigga. Yeah, man, that's no, nah, I feel it. I, I feel it. Um, yeah, I, I, uh, when I was doing this before with the homeboys, like I spoke about when I didn't have no equipment, I was on the phone and it sounded terrible, but we was with the, with my bros, like we was just doing it. Man, bro, I was just saying anything, just going crazy, trying to be, trying to be Joe Budden. You know what I mean? Like, not really taking responsibility. Like, I don't care. I'm thinking there's no nigga in the world that'll ever hear this. Like, I don't care. Like, I'm saying whatever I want about these celebrities, because in my mind, they're not real people. You know, I wasn't taking responsibility at that point over the platform. But as I've grown older and and been married longer and have real relationships and embrace being a grown man, when that that clicked. I'm I'm grown, like you know, because a lot of men it don't click for a while till you realize one day, it's like, bro, I'm grown. Like I, ain't mama ain't gonna save me. You know what I mean? When that clicked for me, I had to start to be more responsible with, like, okay, you got to be intentional with your words. What are you saying? What are you on? So it's funny when uh, we had uh, uh, Mama on here a few weeks ago. Rich had be like, like he was genuinely interested in what I've said. Like he thought I felt. Uh, like bro you know what you were saying like bro you going like nah no nah, I'm very intentional with what I say I know what I'm saying because I, I respect the responsibility to the platform so when I say something it seemed wild trust me when I tell you I thought about it you know what I mean so I'm I'm very intentional about it and I, I realize the severity of it and I, I take it very serious that's why I'm just not willing to do anything for a bag that's me as Jimmy said earlier knowledge of self it's like that's me I, I don't move that way If I can't miss what I never had so for me, that it, you can't really move me with some numbers on a piece of paper. I get it, but you don't move me that way. Like not me. I may be the one by myself, but that's that's me. Um, but furthering this conversation, when we talked about it, like in our culture, like I know you kind of let Kai Sinet off the hook a little bit, but like when do we start? And this, I, I thought a bar, ball of your court, Jimmy, but like when do we start like holding people accountable? For like it's like okay, and in in regards to our support, when do we hold people accountable for like being responsible for like the platform? And I get movies do these things, certain things, but we don't have to support that either. But like, when do we start to do something about what we support? Um, I mean, there's nothing we collectively can do. We can, but we not. You know, we usually I do it individually. Like I choose to not support certain things because you know i didn't like you know what they said or what they stand for i i, I do that myself it started with self uh i don't shop at walmart you know what i mean i don't shop at at certain spots because i don't you know i don't watch certain channels because it's, it's, it promotes the bullshit it starts with self uh we, i don't think we'll ever get back to you know how we were back in in you know in in the you know 40 50 years ago where we collectively Mood as a unit and a large scale. We ain't getting back to that. It's too much individualism that's been pushed these last 20 years. Um, so all that, you know, you know, group thinking and, and group economics and all that, that's done. And you can, you can, you can forget all that. Uh, um, so we just got to do it, do it, do what you can. You know, I mean, just, just, you know, you decide not to watch it. Like I'm, I'm not watching. They ain't getting, they ain't getting my view. That's all you can do. We can't, you can't, it's nothing else you can do. We can, we can, we can, you know, rant and rave about it all day, but we ain't finna get a million people collectively to stop doing something. 
like as black folk we can't get a million of us to stop doing something for longer than th- three or four days it's not gonna happen do you, do you feel that do you feel that not like necessarily a duty because that's like some caring type stuff but like do you feel like you're into something maybe a homeboy may come back like, yo you check this out or what about about you feel like a some internally where it's like i'm gonna be real with you bro i don't think this is really conducive to us as people like do you feel anything in you to like even if it's one or two people that you may that may come bring it to your attention do you you speak your truth to like why you ain't into it or i've done it like my daily conversation when i'm yelling at my homeboys all day you know they may we had the conversation today talking about like reality tv and zeus and all that shit I stay far away from it. And I give my reasons why I stay far away from it. Mm-hmm. That's what you want to watch. What you want to watch on you. But mm-hmm. me, I'm away from it. It's all it's all nonsense. It's all low vibrational yeah. bullshit. Yeah, I stay away from it. And they would agree to this low vibrational bullshit, but they want to watch it. Yeah. So, okay. all right, it is what it is. Um, I gave the example as far as like my my uh my one of my exes used to watch. You know, uh, uh, housewives and, and 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 all that bullshit on VH1, and I had to and I had to show like, hey man, that's that's happening to your subconscious. Mm-hmm. You know, it may not you may not know it until, oh, I didn't know it until we get into an argument and she started arguing like them. You want to do <laughs> shit like I'm that's like expecting the same thing that they got. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, all right, bitch. So it's like it, it, it's it's very detrimental to watch that shit. But like, all I can do for me. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's not. And people will pay attention to me stand away from it and may rub off on them. Okay, that's all. But you can you can only take care of yourself. You can't worry about nobody else. Everybody else is gonna do what they want to do. Mm. So you you don't feel any need to say anything and let them do what they're gonna do, or you just don't I've, say anything. I, no, I've definitely I've said it. I've said it. I say it one time. Oh, okay. and I'm gonna show you. Okay. I'm gonna show you a million times. Okay, I stand gotcha. on what I said. Yeah, okay. I'm done with that. Okay, like, gotcha, gotcha. Show you a million times, me like yeah. when you send this in the group message. I no, I yeah, no, no action. Like, about gotcha. I don't even respond to this. Okay? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not like that. Do, bro. Yeah, no, that's yeah, what I said. I was like, that he's my kind of guy because I was exactly. Yeah, like, I just wanted to see group, if yeah. I'm in a group text with Mo and Mo like uh, I don't know what the, what, what is this, bro? <laughs> Yo, Rick, Rick's, Rick's y'all hit me. niggas on Twitter and, and yeah, I bro, I don't even have Twitter. Like I have to go into the browser, like. <laughs> I don't even like Rich was like he was like bro it's crazy but he was like I'm trying to get to that level like in certain aspects as, as far as like not really being tapped but, into okay okay cool so both of y'all on the same page with this let me ask you this and I know we're running long and we'll get out of here in a minute <clears throat> how beneficial is it for you guys being on that level like I if it, if it I ain't really trying to tap into it if it brings down my vibrational whatever what about the people who want your opinion on it who respect your opinion who know that you are good people and are good dudes and they are tapping into that like how do you guys influence them in the sense of y'all paying too much attention to that without sounding preachy without like feeling like you're doing too much Okay, it's wait. preachy when you have to keep repeating yourself. I just say what I say, and I'm out. Like, and I'm, hey, we ain't got to talk about it no more. You feel what I'm saying? Like, it's just, I'm not watching that shit, or I'm not eating that shit. I'm not doing that shit, and I'm out. You feel what I'm saying? And <laughs> I'm going to show you. Like, I'm not, I, you know, it is what it is. I'm, I don't, 
bounce back and forth on shit. I kind of stand. I pick a side and I keep stay talking about it. We ain't got to keep yeah. talking. About it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, if somebody wants to know, like you can, you, I'm, I'm very accessible. Like I'm, I, you know me, I'll reach out. I'm, I'm an open book. You can, if anybody want to hear my opinion, you can reach out. Like it's no problem. You can find me on IG wherever you want to. You can. I'm, I'm very easy to get a hold of. So if you want to know that from a person, yeah, okay, send me the link. I check it out and then I'll spit it back at you. So that's never a problem. But like, like Jimmy is saying, it's like once you start to realize like certain people are not responsible like a lot of the, in the industry like the, what how they utilize their platform to like put us at a low vibration then i gotta be i have to be intentional about how to protect myself like we talked about it content consumption we talked about it in the previous episodes like you got to be intentional about what you take in because everybody say oh this was going on you ain't seen bro i don't have to follow you dog i don't have to get on your wave i ain't missing nothing nigga i'm dope like that is my whole thing like i like people get so caught up if i'm missing out i'm not dope if i'm missing out i'm irrelevant if i'm missing out i i'm 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 old i'm off the wave bro i don't feel that way nigga i'm dope because i'm me like that's how i carry myself you're saying i got my own thing going on over here yeah people who fuck with it fuck with it yeah it makes sense it make me money if you don't like it i don't know what to tell you there's other options (laughs) <laughs> so but but yeah yeah that's that's that's, nah, that's it i think that's a great place to end it on that's a great place as far as what we're talking about like, you don't like what i'm talking about bro there's a lot of other avenues for you to find out what you're looking for this yeah. ain't it well can i can i say this 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 is gonna be our ending statement uh jimmy uh spike this is it, however you want however you want to say it is however you want to say it, however you want to put it this is what makes this show what it is how would you how could you say on an ending statement how could we push more positive content in this era as far as trying to push uh responsibility to the platform saying like i'm thinking about the greater good i want to get some money of course because that's what we want to do but how can you push it again everybody gonna do what they're gonna do but what can you personally i'm challenging y'all to dig in your own bag for your personal standpoint and y'all reach and those that are audiences of spike lou of jimmy uh the comedian and producer what can you personally do to to continue or try to push positive content in a in a world that necessarily doesn't do that especially in our culture mine would be i'm being realistic I ain't chasing no bag. I'm not chilling you no courses. I don't give a fuck about how you make your money. I'm being realistic about the things that I talk about and how it affects people that look like me, people that talk like me, people that brought up like me. Hmm. That's my bag. That's what I do. That's what you like do. What Spike, like what Spike Lou do is like, like this is for people who are looking to find that way without having to do all the extra shit. Hmm. So, Okay. Say you, Jimmy. Man, what was that question again? I'm, I'm sitting there worried about my son. He's too quiet. Oh man, I know that. Oh my that. god, I know that. Well, let me hear <laughs> him get you out of here because I know that. I know that feeling. Real quick, just to repeat the question: Like, what do you think you can do? Again, we know everybody's gonna individual. Everybody gonna do what they're gonna do. But from you being Jimmy, the comedian slash producer of events, what do you think you can do to con- continue or even start pushing positive? Uh, content to hopefully spread and people catch on and do their own thing from it. What do you personally think you can do? And this is just a, a challenge for yourself. Oh uh, man, 
I just keep doing what I what I what I've been doing when I when I find something that I think is beneficial to people, whether it's their mental health or physical health. I'm a, I'm gonna first show you this what I'm doing, and I'm gonna show you how I'm doing it. I'm gonna show you where I got it from. I've always been that kind of guy. Like I'm I've been vegan for ten years. I've been I've been on on Shout Earth. Shout out to you, years. man. I'm vegetarian. So, so yeah, so it's like I live I lead by example. You know what I'm saying? And I and I show people what I'm. I don't have no. I don't like to hoard information. You know what I mean? Or hoard the plug. I'm gonna show you and share what whatever information I got. And if it's if it's about you know if it brings me peace and brings me money or or bring me money, um, I'm gonna share it. So I'm saying it's up to whoever to uh, uh, um, to to catch that and do what they want to do with it. But like yeah, I just continue to lead by example and be me and and continue to um, you know uh, uh, gain knowledge itself and be the best person I can be for you know my family, my my kids, and my and my friends like it and uh that's that's great like been vegan for 10 years that's, thoughts, bro. that's fire uh just give us support yeah just uh yeah i just think man look i, I think we always got to look at the large picture in the words of loaded lux you know what i mean some people that know the battle rap they know what's up but uh uh no idea what you're talking that's about. all right i got some <laughs> stuff i'm gonna sing you and rick so don't even worry about it uh but look at the large picture you know i think that Again, I get it. At some point, you got to think about yourself. We do so much for others and we neglect ourselves a lot of times. So we don't care. But at moments, you know, you got to take time for yourself. But you got to think about the large picture. Like when I go places, I look at myself. I'm representing black people. I always look at that. That's me. Everybody don't look at it like, nigga, this is just me. I don't care about how they look at I everywhere I go, my job, at the store. I don't care when I I want to represent us well as black people. I want to be the example of like, oh, he's different. He's not like the rest of them. And it literally not all the rest of them, but like the ones they specifically mean, just like white people. So it's like I'm always trying to be that. So I'm always thinking about the greater good. I don't know if, if in my lifetime we'll ever unify. But I'm doing everything in my power to try to create that element where I can bring brother. We can bring brothers on like Jimmy, bring brothers on like Rich, all of those that we say, yo, let's unify and let's do what we got to do to be responsible for the greater good of us. We can unify and do fire things if we see the big picture. If we doing things like promoting jail and prison, then we're letting them win. And I don't want to do that. I get we need money we need to help I get it everybody getting money in different ways but there's a bigger play at hand and I I just pray and hope that at some point people start to see that but everybody's young and they got to grow so nonetheless I say that look at the large picture bro the large picture is like what can I do to unify us as a whole as black people it's a heavy responsibility but nonetheless I'm willing to take it on I, I, I implore each and every one of our listeners to do the same that are black Very well put. Very well put, my brother. Jimmy, I appreciate you coming on, brother. Full circle, one of the earliest interviews. I said, like I said, that I did with this feed. <laughs> so people who've been checked in for a while, they know you did a great job. Yes, sir. Yeah. Appreciate yeah. it.